0: alphabet flight encyclopedic marvel journey where i go through the official handbook the marvel universe with guests we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well my name is gse cooper and with me today is a guy you that shines as brightly as the sun (laughs) (laughs) mike hello so we're on day two of sun week uh, which are you is also like a co-
1: Beach Boys, like surf music in there. After saying Sun
0: Week, yeah. Um, so, uh this is also coincidentally X Men Week, which we have every once in a while. <laughs> 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 uh, so, um, today we are going to be talking about someone who Mike is definitely wanting to talk about Sunday Man. Oh, <laughs> we talked about it last time, and here we go. No, so uh, by the way, that was uh, that was an uh, ice cream boy. That that was a lie. We're talking about Sunfire. So, so what do you know about Sunfire? The name rings a bell,
1: and but um, was he one of the Nubians? That's on spot.
0: <clears throat> yeah, S- okay. someone no, we but- might be talking about because it's. The alphabet. Um, because alphabet, alphabet is a thing, and we're talking about Sunwake. Right. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, I, I, I'm blanking. Then I, everything I thought I knew is about Sunspot.
0: <laughs> um. Well, uh, what do you think Sunfire is? Probably
1: a um young younger guy, probably uh, t- preteens in a suit that just fires people from their jobs. No. I assume his mutant power is the authority his, his, to fire every, anyone from any job.
0: His his mutant authority is middle <laughs> management at his father's Super car dealership. dealership. Yeah. Hey, we both went to car dealership. That's right. He he just he just got here this summer and he already makes more than you. <laughs> what a salaried position at 19?
1: Yeah, but you know Ignores so many flagrant OSHA violations, which is just.
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. So Sunfire looks like this. Wow, that is a look. Holy crap! Yeah. Well, so well, what's what's his deal?
1: I mean, it looks like he. It looks like if the monarch from Venture Bros was into BDSM. Red BDSM.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Already, but no. But basically it's like what up, the it is the
1: monarch gimp suit.
0: <laughs> um can <clears throat> you guess what his power is? I mean I already did. No, no. I will, fire. if you mean fire if you mean fire <laughs> as in shoot fire at people until they quit. Then yes. I mean
1: that's what happened in my last job.
0: <laughs> you just you just got kept on being shot by fire. <laughs> makes you makes you just not want to work there anymore. His name is Shiro Yoshida. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, he, familiar. He is a student and adventurer. <clears throat> okay, Man. cool. And uh, his identity is secret, but known to the upper echelon of the Japanese government. His current alias is none, and his a place nun? is none. Oh, he's- I mean, his oh. other aliases is none. His alias is a nun. <laughs> ain't none yes he he uh he found jesus at a very early age (laughs) and then bdsm sometime after yeah oh i didn't describe his outfit um so he's basically in kind of like a red morph suit like imagine like your standard like morph suit with like the uh with a underwear over it but his wrists have like flames on them and he has like a belt with like flame waves and then he has like the the rising sun type thing going on with Mm. his top
1: Kind of the um, old like Marvel Girl mask, and then just like a standard cowl type.
0: It, like I would imagine that would be almost like a Lucha mask that you maybe see in uh, something like Lucha Underground. Sure, <clears throat> but it also looks like it might be like a uh, the Monarch. Monarch might be, <laughs> uh, might use it as like a like a alternate costume. That's the um,
1: Ultimate Universe Monarch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, the Venture Bros Ultimate Universe. <laughs> Hire See, me, Adult Swim. The,
0: ult- the, ult- the ultimate universe for uh, Venture Bros is um, they come out with a consistent schedule each year um, instead of doing it every two to three years It only eight episodes. <laughs> We're not I mean, they're brilliant. Don't get me wrong. They're brilliant episodes. The last season was amazing. Yeah, the last season was really good. But I would like it more often, please. So, that being said, his uh, birthplace is Agarashima, mm-hmm. uh, Japan, also single. Oh. um And um, his known relatives is a long list. Shiburo Yoshida, who is dead. Tomo Yoshida, his uncle, who is dead. Uh, Shinjin Harada, Harada, his first cousin, once removed, also dead. Um, <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Mariko <laughs> Yoshida, second cousin, not dead. Uh, can each Chio Harada, which is a silver samurai, hmm. second half cousin, and oh, are they um, alive or
1: dead? You didn't say. Oh, alive. me in suspense. Alive. Okay. Yeah,
0: the last two people were alive. <clears throat> okay. I- I- he was. A- he's a former member of X Men. He works mostly out of Kyoto, and he first appeared in uh, X Men number sixty four in January nineteen seventy. Mm-hmm. The coming of Sunfire. Nice. And I'm going to give you uh, just a, I, I love the the uh, early issues of X Men because their little title on the front adjectiveless X Men was. The strangest teens of all, the strangest teens of all. Yeah, and uh, it base the cover is Sunfire like flying, and he's like shooting fire at Iceman, and like everyone's just like, "What's going on?"
1: <laughs> I like Cyclops's pose. <laughs> like, it's like trying to look as big as he can to
0: startle him. <laughs> like, no, he he's in the, he's shooting he's, fire at your friend. He's a mute, your not a bear, Cyclops. <laughs> Use your port. Use your portal eyes to the punch dimension, Cyclops. Sunfire's mother, although she was many miles away from the center of Hiroshima. Mm, good job, X Man. Always bringing it back to real world tragedies. I mean, that
1: is Marvel's part of the real world, Jesse. I mean, it's the real world in those comics, even though it makes absolutely no sense why I don't know Mister Fantastic hasn't cured cancer. Yeah,
0: well, uh, I, well, like, like with Siren, who I talked about a few few weeks ago, or probably a month ago or so by now, um, she she was uh, hidden from like Banshee after an I, uh, IRA bombing. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, you could just make up a different person, <laughs> a different thing, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like maybe, but but yeah. Uh, so even though she was miles away from Hiroshima. She was severely affected by the atomic bomb, which affected Japan quite a bit Mm -hmm. in general. Um, And uh, she was left homeless, a a hopeless invalid um, until she died years later after giving birth to her son, Shiro now shiro oh father, okay
1: wow you paused very weirdly there the I minutes mean, like she died and then years later gave birth to her son
0: <laughs> sometimes sometimes i pause no it's funny. it was just times.
1: a very very weird place to pause on that sentence <laughs> she, she died she, she uh
0: gave birth
1: years later her, her infant son <laughs> crawled out of her grave <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turns out this was He was a zombie. <laughs> it was it wasn't an atomic bomb. It was a zombie bomb. Oh wow! Ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, her his father mm-hmm. Sh- uh, Shiburo Yoshida uh, was a diplomat who who was one of post war Japan's greatest statesmen, and when he was absent on from home from a diplomatic mission. Ashiro's left in the care of Tomo, who was fanatically anti-American. Ironically, uh, still, I don't know why it's ironically, uh, Shiburo labored to maintain good relationship between the US and Japan. I don't know, maybe it's because they're the ones keeping you afloat after they bombed the crap out of you. Like, maybe that's why.
1: I didn't, you know, when I agreed to come on this show, I thought we were just going to crack wise about Marvel and not re-examine the socio-political climate of the 1950s between America and Japan.
0: That's why I don't like it when they do real-world stuff. <laughs> like, they could have just made it something different, like a mutant, for, like a, like a, like they got, like, a mutant to, like, blow up instead. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, that was basically their Civil War 9-11 allegory, wasn't it? Yeah, mutant blew up and accidentally took out a school with
0: him. Well, more than a school, it was all, most of Stanford,
1: oh, okay. Connecticut. I think. See, when I read the the like to catch up, I saw Stanford and I thought they meant just the school. Oh no, no, they meant and the and not like the town itself. Like yeah, okay, yeah, school b- that makes more sense. <laughs> why it was why it was a as big a deal like blowing up a school is a big deal. In the you know what, this is getting weird. Go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't a school. It was a school bus as well. I mean, technically, I mean, if they blew up a whole town, it yeah. would have, there also would have been a school. Jesse.
0: Okay, Mike. So Tomo uh, was like, hey, you should hate Americans. And then Shiro was just like, hey, I hate Americans because they killed my mom with a bomb. Which is a good reason not to like America.
1: It also sounds like really crap beat poetry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my American
1: because they up my mom with a bomb <laughs>
0: um, so tomo came to suspect that zero was supremely powered due to the effect of radiations on his mom's gene genes on her pair of jeans <laughs> which is <laughs> brought over by americans coincidentally uh, tomo brought zero to a site that her, uh, in hiroshima and uh had him pick up the still slightly radioactive soil there. <laughs> okay. Uh, touching the soil released his powers <laughs> under his uncle's encouragement. He was, he vowed to avenge Japanese, I um, mean, the avenge Japanese wartime defeat by using his powers against the U S. Hmm. Um, Shiro trained himself to use his powers and assumed the name sunfire. Uh, and adopting a costume, remis- reminiscent of the Japanese Rising Sun emblem, which I would say he only half did that and added a bunch of stuff he didn't need to add. If he <laughs> was going for that, he didn't need all the fancy fire on his wrists. Well,
1: his torso is just red with white lines. There's not even like the half circle of the Rising Sun. That's his belt buckle. I mean, I'm just saying you have you have the entire torso to work with, and you left it to the belt buckle. <laughs>
0: See, I don't understand what he didn't just do like in the center of his chest and then... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It like-, like, that's how Silver Samurai does it. So, he went to the United States where he destroyed a monument at the United Nations and clashed with the X-Men and to attempt to destroy the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., which I f- feel like you could've went to a less defended area there, bro. <laughs> like, like Stanford, uh, Connecticut. Yeah, like you could have, <laughs> like maybe, not went after. Here's a the thing. major monument.
1: This is kind of a joke, but also a legitimate fact. In Washington, there is the Udvar Hazy Air and Space Museum, where they keep the Enola Gay, which bo- dropped the bombs. Like that's definitely well less well, definitely less well defended. That would have been like a symbolic <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. I know that because we visited the once in DC the Udvar Hazy Air and Space Museum. <laughs>
0: Like that would have been something symbolic. Maybe like destroy like the Smithsonians and destroy actual history. Yeah. Like they did with the bomb.
1: Michael Jackson's jeweled glove.
0: Yeah. And also I'm pretty sure the Fonz's uh jacket mm-hmm. and motorcycle. I've
1: seen it. I know it's the jacket. Oh, it's just the jacket? Okay. I- I've seen definitely seen the jacket. The motorcycle I- could be there somewhere. I just
0: And I it's think it's been a while since p- I've been. And I think at this point, like a like a a Pac Man, like a forever running Pac Man game.
1: What's weird is they also just have Henry Winkler there in a case.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. Like they have to, like s- shooting schedules is really weird with him. Um, I mean he shows us, like, yeah, like they have to do a lot of extensive CG whenever they want to have him in a show.
1: <laughs> yeah, that or he can only be in shows that take place in that room of the Smithsonian Museum.
0: Yeah, like, whenever he showed up in uh, Parks and Rec, it it cost an extra 500000 each episode, because they had to, like, green screen him in, but in a way that made him feel natural. And he did a lot of good green screen acting for it.
1: What's weird, too, is they keep the shark he jumped over in the next case, and so there's a lot of animosity there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we derailed the hard no, so it's all good. It's all good. I have no way to segue back in. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so his father was uh was present and attempted to persuade Sunfire not to destroy the capital, but instead he listened to his, it. But uh, while he did listen to his father. Uh, his uncle Tomo was fatally sh- fatally shot. The diplomat. So his father's just so his father's just like, hey, don't do this. This is a bad idea. Bam! Oh no, I'm shot. Oh, this is gonna be your tragic origin story for being a hero, isn't it? Oh no. Uh,
1: great responsibility. Uh.
0: Yeah, this was this was like really weird. Like, why did you bring your uncle here? He obviously hates being in America. <laughs> No charges were pressed against Sunfire due to his diplomatic immunity.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. 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 Don't know if it works that way. Does it? I don't don't know. I I think I only understand the uh, action movie movie version of diplomatic immunity, (laughs) which means they can't get away with anything but I thought that was for like minor law. Isn't it against like most places that you're not supposed to kill someone in cold blood, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: He, his identity was kept secret and he was allowed to return to uh, Japan. Um, After he returned to Japan over the years, his anti-Americanism uh, was considerably lessened. Although his naturalistic pride was natural, na- nationalistic pride was still very strong. Uh, Professor X invited Sunfire to join the X Men, but after a single mission, uh, Sunfire resigned due to various reasons, including his unwillingness to leave Japan. And also, he is a lone wolf who doesn't want to be a full time costume superhero, <laughs> which is understandable. And uh, he remained an ally of uh, X Men and sometimes worked with them or uses powers for special missions for the. U.S. government. Not U.S. government, the Japanese government. Um, So, before I get into his deets as well, um, one of the things that is very interesting as well is there was uh, Marvel Japan Mm -hmm. uh, put out a comic featuring Japanese heroes called Big Hero 6.
1: Yes, I, I know of this.
0: Uh, It featured such people as Hiro uh, Takachino, Takachino, who is basically the titular character of the movie that came out, Um, does not have like a Baymax thing. He has like a monster. Gotcha. Uh, And Silver Samurai also was a part of the team. And, And Sunfire showed up occasionally. To fight with them hmm. as well so um so yeah he was in there he also uh became the horseman of famine okay um for apocalypse and he looks really rad like super rad oh yeah Lovey. yeah like he has like a kind of like a no mask with like a the red dot and he's just like kind of on fire like a fire person with like black <laughs> oh wow it's really cool looking. Yeah, this looks dope. Oh, and that, and also he was on the uh, Apocalypse uh, Horseman team that featured Gambit as the Death a Horse, uh, the Death Horseman. Mm-hmm. Why was it this Sunfire's image to begin with? That's a really cool. Look this is slick. He was also on uh, Spider-Man on in his Amazing Friends mm-hmm. a few issues and a few episodes and uh, he appeared in like the x-men destiny game which had like the best premise but they boofed it so hardcore because like basically it's just like hey what if you had like a mutant character that could also like absorb other people's powers and you can mix and match powers and it should have been really cool and fun but they messed up
1: you know, Hardcore. you almost made it a whole episode without saying a negative thing about X Men.
0: <laughs> oh, like, we I, were so I, close, almost, but uh, it, it, I, have de- I hate deep in my heart. <laughs> um. So, uh, so he is, uh, five ten, weighs one seventy five, and black hair, black eyes. So the limits of his physical strength have not been determined, and, and it may be. Of a superhuman level? Mm-hmm. We don't know, but it's at least the, the, the level of someone it's at who least is a human level. It's at least a human level of someone who's <laughs> a real buff boy.
1: Gotcha. Okay.
0: Um so his powers are so he can ionize matter, usually air, through a through a mentally triggered unknown biochemical process that converts it to plasma. Plasma is what the sun is made out of. It's also apparently in our blood, so <laughs> apparently we have like a, lots of like sun juice going through our veins.
1: We are star stuff.
0: We are star stuff. Actual star stuff. All we need to do is just put one <laughs> of-
1: va- We are star stuff. Our veins are sun juice. <laughs> I'm going to start using that instead of we are star stuff. <laughs>
0: We, we're we made of sun juice. <laughs> Our veins pump with sun juice. <laughs> so, um... He <clears throat> can, uh... Generate temperatures that match the human torches, which is about a million Fahrenheit at maximum level.
1: <laughs> I love the old, just the Stanley method of, like, this just sounds awesome, let's do it. Like, it doesn't matter that it's, like... I don't know, he once said, like, with the Hulk, like, um... Yeah, I didn't know science. I just make up science. Like, gamma radiation. I don't know what that does. It just sounded cool. Like, so, the little idea of, like, a million degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Um, the um, uh, So, he can be temporarily exhausted. Temporarily exhausted <laughs> of his powers mm. by using it for too long or at too high of a level. Almost as if it was a muscle. And if you do something for too long or too hard... You have to recuperate. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he just used up all the sun juice.
0: He <laughs> used up all the sun juice. He drank man. all the sunny D and Yep. Did you know Sunny D is made of plasma? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called it's called it's called Sunny D because <laughs> it not only provides vitamin D, but plasma, which is the sun. <laughs> Okay, so um, he also emits radiation when he uses his powers. Um, Mm -hmm. He is protected by. He's protected from from it, at least in its short range effects, by a psionic force field, which automatically comes up whenever (laughs) Sunfire uses his powers. Now, this force field protects, (laughs) protects Sunfire from other intense heat he generates as well, such as air friction. It also prevents a lot of light from the plasma reaching his eyes so he isn't blinded as soon as he uses it the first time. So, the <laughs> thing that I like a lot is whenever they have to bid backwards to like mm-hmm. explain why they aren't hurt by their own powers. Yeah, the,
1: the more modern need to have this actually be plausible in some way to so explain all of the all of the angles of, like, well, this is why he doesn't go blind from the light. Like, this, instead of just, like, it's a comic book, it's fine.
0: See, you know what you could <laughs> say? He's immune to his own powers and effects of his own powers. Yeah, like, um... That's all, all th- you need to say. Whatever you could pull out the whole, like, whatever uses powers, a psionic shield pops up. That's right, He's he has psionic powers, only dealing with not hurting himself.
1: It's just, I don't know, like, there's a part of him that likes it, legitimately, because I love weird stupid gymnastics that sometimes comic books have to go through to like make things happen like how nobody ever dies and so the way that they like retcon away all these deaths and stuff is legitimately a reason i love comics and so like i do like it in that way but i also just kind of am exasperated by the idea of like well it can't just be fantasy he can't just have powers and not get hurt we have to
0: all you you need to say (laughs) is he's immune to his own powers that's it uh, he can be hurt by other heat sources gotcha um like the sun well you know what his sun juice is not the same sun juice that comes out of the sun they're there yeah they're not the same they're separate sources <laughs> um so they have incompatible sun juice so he can be hurt by other heat sources if he's not using his plasma powers at the time mm-hmm His force field is powerful enough to protect him from, uh, Cyclops's, this was before they did my favorite retconning of his powers, (laughs) quasi-solar optic blasts, not the portalized to the punch dimension that they, that is what they do now. (laughs) Um, um, he can use his powers to fly um upper limit of the speed that he can fly at is not known but it's faster than angel who can do 150 miles per hour um he's also trained in traditional hand-to-hand combat and swordsmanship because he is of the bushido of course yeah so the code of the samurai so um what do you think about sunfire i
1: He is definitely a trip.
0: He's fun. I like him.
1: Yeah. I (laughs) Uh, don't know. I almost feel like I have this very warm feeling towards him, but mostly because of all the stupid jokes we were making and less about (laughs) anything that was actually in his story.
0: Like, he's kind of like, I like to imagine him almost like the Namor for Japan. Because okay. he kind of just comes in. He kind of comes in and is just like, hey, I'm super great. You guys suck. I'm going to help you guys, and then I'm going to maybe fight you and leave. <laughs> and, then, and he just kind of does that a lot. I can dig it. I can dig it. He's one of, like, a Japanese, like, state-sponsored superheroes mm-hmm. as well, which is, which is fun. I think, um, like, the Avengers right now, uh, Jason Aaron's Avengers is mm-hmm. kind of playing around with the idea of more, like, National heroes outside mm-hmm. of the US. Um, like, in one of the most recent issues, he's uh, the leader who is Black Panther made the Agents of Wakanda, which is like kind of like an international mm. wor- version of Shield, where he just has a bunch of different, like, kind of B and C listers, like Gorilla Man <laughs> and Kazar and stuff doing is it like. Is
1: Kazar from um... England? Oh.
0: He's 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 English and yeah. he's wow. and he he got he got lost in the Savage Land. Savage his Land, name is, thank you, yes. His his okay. name is also his name is also Kevin Plunder. And his brother, who is a villain, is called the Plunderer, who also did not get his own entry, The Plunderer. They could have had that instead of Sunder.
1: I think you <laughs> should pitch Marvel a a super team based off of people who are left out of their 1980s <laughs> source book
0: First off, Manbull Batrock. There's a bunch of people left out But uh, Yeah, I think we're pretty much done So let's do plugs Yeah, um, I have a
1: podcast called The Equalizers with my friend Madison Jones Where we take movies that didn't get a sequel or prequel Either because they are too good And they don't need one Or because they're too bad and they don't deserve one And we give them to them Yeah um, By the time this comes out, we will have released Catwoman 2. Uh, We have done such films as Small Soldiers 2. Um, Boy, I think I remember more than just the ones I've already said. We've done such movies also as Megamind 2, The Lizzie McGuire Movie 2, um, Christian Mingle the Movie 2, um, and and others. Our full back catalog uh, is online on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and you can find us on all social media by searching The Equalizers, and we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like it's sequel. Uh, And I have another show called Studying Granada with my friend Jackson Eflin, and we watch the 1980s Granada television series uh, of Sherlock Holmes starring Jeremy Brett and David Burke. Um, We're about to launch season two, uh, February 23rd. Uh, You can find that on Google Play and iTunes, and we're on Twitter at n underscore Granada.
0: So my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters. Um, if you'd like to, if you'd like to see my cat, uh, you can go to at marvelous mooch on Instagram. And while you're on Instagram, you can go to at alphabet flight to see the uh, to also see the people that we're talking about. Um, If you go on Twitter, it's going to be at Alphabet Flight as well. And um, sometimes I post other things on there uh, as well. I'm not as good about it, but I do it sometimes. Um, I also have a Patreon where I, if I get $25 a month, I will do an extra episode a week where I talk about the pets of Marvel. Um, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight, and please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye! Bye! Bye.